Hello beautiful people and welcome to the first episode of I'm the Flipping Spectrum. <laughs> I'm so excited. I'm so 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 excited that I'm finally doing this thing. Um yeah, like I've been procrastinating. It's not even procrastinating. I've been scared. I've been avoiding um recording this podcast. Um simply because it's different, you know, something new, it's something new, but, you know, I've been watching Peaky Blinders, you know, and if, you, if you're if you familiar with Peaky Blinders, Tommy Shelby has um, a gift, <laughs> can't believe Thomas Shelby flipping inspired me to do this, uh, he has a gift of doing things despite fear, and that's real, you know, he, he, re- I don't know what episode, I don't know if it was season five, see, season flipping four or three, I don't know, but there was an episode where he was talking to flipping Grace, is his, his wife, or if I spoiled it, sorry, watch Peaky Blinders, it's been on Netflix for like five bloody years, <laughs> you should know, um, nah, but he was talking to his wife and, um, he was saying that he has the ability of moving forward despite fear and, um, that's what I'm doing, you know, I'm very fortunate to have really amazing, almost fearless type of people around me that just kind of do stuff, despite fear, that just experiment, that just go, and it inspired me, it inspired me to just go for it, you know, I wanted to have this crazy episode, first introduction episode of my little sister who knows me best, asking me 10 flipping questions that she's never asked me before that no one has asked me before and to just get into that but let's not wait i don't want to wait anymore don't want to wait i'm breaking free i'm gonna cringe so bad but um whatever let's just go for it in it let's just go for it um so what is i'm the spectrum what's it gonna be about what are we gonna talk about anything surrounding the black community anything that applies to the black community so i'm talking how therapy is received to the black um in the black community um financial literacy colorism or sexism we're gonna talk about everything like we're really gonna get to as much detail about any flipping subject and i'm also very open to suggestions so feel free to dm me or write to me um but yeah we're going to talk about so many things and i'm just excited to go on this journey with you guys and to learn this whole thing is a learning experience um for me and for you and hopefully with this project with this 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 podcast we could all benefit from it people of all communities we could all learn um how to not limit the perception we have of the black community and um yeah let's go for it let's go for it now first episode what are we gonna talk about we're gonna talk about myself um we're gonna talk about me we're gonna talk about lana so i found these questions online actually ha 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 okay i'm loading the questions i found this like random website um that's 200 basically is about 200 deep questions um to ask if you really want to get to know someone but we're gonna ask this to myself so you guys can get to know me so you guys can know who the hell is like 
doing this podcast do you get what i'm saying it's 200 questions so obviously i'm not going to do the whole flipping 200 questions but i'm going to do let's say 10 10 is a healthy number and we're going to get right into it we're going to get stuck in there and um yeah let's get to know lana let's get to know lana um first question i'm gonna ask myself it's what's the one thing you would like to change about yourself hmm good question this is a great question take these headphones right off one thing i'd like to change about myself i would like to stop limiting myself um doubting myself i think that's a big thing i would really want to change um i'm working towards it because i'm recording this flipping video i don't know if it's this i don't even video recording podcast i don't even know if it's gonna make any sense like but um just doubting myself like i really want to change that but like i'm walking towards it and i'm learning how to walk despite being flipping scared for my life so yeah that's one thing i would like to change for myself um i'm getting better i'm definitely getting better it's funny it's funny because like if you know me you know i chat crud in it like i just chat mad crud <laughs> so you'd think like yeah i'm about it no i'm harmless mate i'm a teddy bear i'm a teddy bear uh all right what's next are you religious or spiritual uh i don't like the word religion we're definitely going to talk about um religion in the podcast 100 percent, and how that's exp- how that has deeply affected the black community like it's wild but i wouldn't consider myself religion religious but i would say i'm a person of faith um i identify as a christian i'm a christian woman oh, am i a good christian woman that's the question <laughs> am i a good christian i'm walking towards that do you know what i mean i'm working towards that um I was first introduced to my faith when I was 19 years old. Well, actually, no, to be fair, I was born in the church, but I never listened to anything, like, nothing. Like, it just didn't, like, register. Probably in my subconscious mind, because you'll see that um, a lot of the, 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 the beliefs and the philosophies I hold are kind of, like, old school sometimes. Like, for someone who does the crazy stuff, like... Well, I don't do crazy stuff that's, like, just straight up wild, but, like, mm, a bit wild. But you you understand that, um, yeah, it's definitely, my faith has probably impacted me subconsciously. But when I actually started, like, listening to it and actually hmm, taking curiosity, I would say I was 19. But at, like, 20, 21, that's when I went through this whole, like like hardcore christian phase like it was but it was like not healthy it was like scared to listen to beyonce type of stuff like if beyonce would play i'd be like the devil the dev-. i was wild like i was doing way too much but i'm a person of faith 100 percent. i believe in god i believe in jesus um yeah so yeah i'm definitely a person of faith spiritual look okay the spiritual thing yeah i've been like <laughs> my mom's gonna kill me like just for this but because she's like super christian in it she's a christian woman she's a good like she's an amazing woman yeah but like 
she if she oh my god wow i'm already exposing myself i went to a psychic <laughs> i went to a psychic and obviously she's not a very christian but i went to a psychic and i had a very interesting experience um i've been i have a lot of friends that are like into the whole like tarot thing zodiac thing i've been looking into it getting into it i'm still trying to see if it's my vibe but you're not like when you've experienced a bit of jesus like ugh, you kind of doubt like you just kind of like um you hold a bit back in it like i don't know i just i'm low-key scared it's like voodoo <laughs> i'm low-key scared that it's like voodoo i'm scared that like this whole spirituality things gives like juju vibes but like I've been tapping into it, looking into it a bit. But I do believe in manifesting. I think manifesting is flipping real. I should start manifesting. And I think I'm going to buy, like, a manifesting journal. So, yeah, spiritual, a little bit, yeah, I would say. But definitely a personal faith. Um, Am I an introvert or an extrovert? I'm a flipping extrovert. That is no doubt. Like, I am an extrovert. I am not scared Mm, that's a lie that's a lie i do be getting scared but like you know what it is yeah i'm gonna be i'm gonna keep it 100 i'm not scared to get into other people's business 100 percent. that does not i will not judge you i will not look at you wrong i will not look at you left like nah like i'm not scared to get into other people i'm i'll be scared to get into my business but um yeah like i could ask questions i thrive in social situations i could just feel myself glowing like ugh, it's like um I get this kind of look at me vibe and when I say look at me it's kind of like you know when you have like a three-year-old that goes to his mom and it's like mom look what I can do look what yeah that's 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 me like do you know what I mean I love that I love a nice little social interaction a nice little function so yeah 100% extroverted but I do have my moments I do have my moments where I have to like go back into my little tunnel into my little uh cave and um just charge up and um if you're wondering if you care my myers-briggs personality types is enfp so i'm a campaigner i um i crave um i crave genuine connection i crave genuine connection with people and um i also get bored flipping easily uh really really easily but i'm bold i'm bold in some aspects really in some aspects um but for the most part, I am quite bold. I'm quite bold. Ooh. Questions, questions. What makes me feel accomplished when I do things despite being flipping scared? I feel accomplished. It's scary in a moment, but it's like the high is crazy. It's like flipping crack. Ugh. Is that is that like politically incorrect? Probably anyways setting the tone gonna spark some controversy in this thing all right next 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 um hmm hmm so many options i should have prepared this shouldn't i how unprofessional am i um hmm what would you do if your parents didn't like your partner listen okay i thought about this if my parents didn't like my partner, it won't work, personally. Flipping no, it is not going to work. My family is everything to me. I love my family more than anything. 
um, part of my success, is it a good thing? I don't know. Is it a bad thing? I don't know. But part of my success is kind of intertwined with my family. Um, if my family's happy, I'm happy. Um, I really trust my family. I believe I trust in their insight and their um, perspectives. So if my mum comes to me talking about she probably wouldn't because she's mad wise and she's like you're an individual make your own decisions but if she didn't have a good feeling i would know instantly definitely 100 percent, and it would definitely yeah it won't work with my partner it won't it won't work it won't work i'll have that thought it's like why is my mom doubting it why is my mom doubting this flipping relationship nah can never be me Oh, okay, this is a good question. Oh, am I allowed to say this? All right, you know, whatever. So, what is your most memorable... <laughs> What's your most memorable night out? Hmm. My most memorable night out. Okay, let me set the tone. All right, prepare your glasses. Mm, not that deep, not that deep, but... um. Nah, do you know what? I'm never gonna get under- nah, nah. That's too much controversy, cause it was wild. Like there were rappers involved. Like, nah, do you know what? I'm sounding like a chatty patty. Nah, onto the next one. Onto the next one. Nah. Okay, this question I kind of just invented myself. Well, I never invented the question. People have asked this, but it's very interesting because I like to ask people this question. I like to hear what they're gonna say. Um, what are your top three toxic? flipping traits hmm my top three <laughs> my top three toxic traits first of all can i just say this toxic culture that we're going through right now 2021 everything's flipping toxic relax i hate that word now like i'm using it okay cool i'm a human humans contradict themselves i don't care but toxic i hate that word but people be toxic though things things be toxic but when I say toxic, like, really get an idea of the word. Like, toxic is poisonous, deadly. It kills people. Like, toxic. Things that are genuinely flipping bad. Terrible. So, my top three toxic traits that can kill a brother, that can kill a sister. Hmm. Wow, my top three toxic traits, I would say first of all yeah disclaimer i'm working on them i'm genuinely actively working on them because yeah they're not too good in it well no toxic trait is good at all okay okay i don't know how toxic it is but i don't know if it's that toxic is it that toxic maybe for some people but like i get bored so easily like i get bored like that if a person is just not doing it for me. No, it's mostly like dating wise. Like I genuinely like enjoy people's company. I really genuinely, yeah, I really like people's perspectives. But dating wise, I kind of have this thing where it's like, I talk to you for 30 minutes and I'm like, no, no, just no, no reason, just no, just no. And it's like, you're chatting, like, just, but that's wild though. Like, imagine you're, you're chatting to someone, flirting, vibes, back and forth, yeah, 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 yeah. And then, nah, just dip. Wild. 
yeah that's that no i would say that's pretty toxic because like imagine you really like someone and then you just like mm, you give out that give out you just you just you know you're just suddenly just emotionally unavailable i think it could fuck mess someone up really badly um yeah that's pretty toxic of me that's pretty toxic um and also like my ability i would say to just like tune out emotionally at times when a situation is too much uh yeah when it's just too in my face like when i just see someone like waffling what well, if i feel like they're waffling or they're doing too much like i like yeah no no excuses no excuses because i'm trying to justify it but when i feel like something is too much i just kind of have this thing where i just tune out and i become a brick wall do you know what i mean it's like you just there's no you can't get like i'm just emotionally unavailable and i think that's i think that's toxic very toxic for friendships i have really good examples of that like of friendships like i always like it's easy you know in friendships to be like oh they did this they messed up they did this yes i've had crap friendships and we're definitely going to talk about friendships in this in this thing because i've had too many like crappy experiences but it's easy to blame the other person and be like this person's like this and that person's like that and this person's like this um and you forget yourself um and in the process of blaming others for my crap friendships, I kind of forgot that I have a tendency to, yeah, switch off. Like, like when it's too much, like, when I can't handle it, it's just, like, you could, like, cry in front of me. Like, you could, like, be on your knees. And I'm just like, nope. I just don't, I can't sympathise. And that's, like, kind of bizarre because I am a relatively empathetic person, I would say. Like, I, I could feel for people. I could... You know what I mean? Like, I could really, like, tap into them and understand. But there's just a level. When it gets to a certain level, I'm just like, mate, I can't do this. Like, I can't handle this. I don't want to deal with this. And I'm just like, Ugh. you could be on your knees. You could be on your toes. You could be on anything. I'm just not. I'm not having it. I ain't having it. Like, no. Nah. So that. So getting bored easily, emotionally unavailable. Third toxic trait. What is my third toxic trait, though? Am I that toxic, or am I just not trying to admit it? Um. Okay, the third one. Okay, you know what? Yeah, mm, toxic. You know what? To be to be fair, I don't think I'm that toxic in it. Maybe I need to go to therapy in it, but um, I don't think I'm that toxic. But a flaw, I would say that I do have, is that I'm a, I'm a bit of an overthinker in it. So like, I could like, there could be one average regular situation that no one thinks anything of and i have like 25 possible outcomes for this one situation it's like i'm thinking you could be like like, i could be walking down the street and i bump into someone that i know um and um, i say something stupid or it's not even that stupid i just say something that's a bit like "Hmm." do you know what i mean like "Hmm." like um ignorable I could say something a bit ignorable, like, oh, like, a flipping, I don't know, dumb cat joke. Do you know what I mean? A cat joke, that's the first thing that came to my head. And, like, I will think of, like, 25 possible reasons why I, like, I shouldn't have made that cat joke. Um, What joke I should have made instead. Why I did this and the effect of the cat joke on the perception of the person. And, oh, my gosh, the cat has exploded. Like, it's wild, like overthinking is dangerous it's mad dangerous and i do that very well 
oh god so well it's a joke a complete joke so yeah 100% um I'm an overthinker I'm getting better um getting better am I getting no that's a lie I'm not getting better like I'm just an overthinker straight up like (laughs) I'm not getting better right now but ah, it's a lot like it's really mind-consuming and it's tiring like it's so tiring but I realized though because I'm definitely an extrovert in a social setting like you know like just like picture it like you know there's a you're at a nice bar club lounge whatever do you know what I mean the music's nice you're looking nice I can walk in I'm not thinking about anything in the world all I'm doing I'm just feeling the music and I'm walking and I feel great and I'm just ready to rumble I'm just ready to go do you know what I mean but like in that aspect it's fine like no one no overthinking there that's my element do you know what i mean like i could i could kick like i know my source i trust in my source do you get me (laughs) but it could be in like um it could be in like a completely like random situation where i'm just yeah i just kind of crash and burn and it's like oh shit i'm trying not to swear but i'm like oh crap we lost Palana. We lost Lana. She's gone now. And yeah, I just, I just overthink, overthink a lot. Oh, I like this question. It's cute. Have you ever cried tears of joy? One hundred percent. I have cried tears of joy. Um, I think it was on my. I'm twenty three, by the way, guys. Hi. Um, no, I think it was on my twenty first. No, no, my twentieth birthday. My twentieth birthday. Um. And it was so sappy, like, it was not, it wasn't even anything, like, that deep, but, no, do you know what, it was deep to me, it was deep to me, it was just, um, yeah, it was my birthday, and my family, just being around my family, um, like, yeah, just being around them, and just them buying me a cake, and singing me happy birthday, and just, like, <laughs> it's regular, do you know what I mean, it's regular, like, people get this all the time, but some people don't get this all the time, so I'm grateful. But I would say, yeah, it's that. It's just, I just, it was like, just a, a time where I just, I just looked at my family and I was just, I just had this overwhelming, overwhelming feeling of, of, of gratefulness, of, of, of joy. Because some people really don't have families and I have a beautiful, amazing, flipping family. Like, they're great. They're great. They're amazing people. And um, yeah, that's the last time I cried. No, I don't think it's the last time because that'll be a couple years ago. Because I'd be crying for like, but it's not even for like significant stuff. I like when I say I'd be crying, it's like, uh, the 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 guy bumped like it'll it'll be a movie and all that. The guy bumped into the tree and he can't move his like he can't move his leg. Like that's that's me crying in it. Like, um, but yeah, no, last time I cried too. That's the most significant one because it was really a strong moment. Definitely, definitely. Have you ever been in love? Hell no. No, I don't know what I'm saying hell no, but no, I've never been in love. I've been flipping obsessed. I've been a little bit crazy. I've been a bit irrational. But I wouldn't say I wasn't, I've been in love. No, I wouldn't say I've been in love. Strong infatuation. I've definitely been infatuated by people. But love, no, that's a deep word, you know. Like, to love someone. No, nah, it's just, it just, it hasn't happened, it hasn't happened yet, um, yes, 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 
What is the most romantic and loving thing you have ever done for somebody? Yeah, I'm whack at that. Like, I ain't... <laughs> like, okay, let me tell you something about myself, yeah? I'm a late bloomer, you know? Like, growing up, I had no source. Like, no source whatsoever. Mm, like, like, it's, it's not even that I was, like, ugly. I'm, I'm doing, like, air signs ugly, because I guess it's, like, objective, subjective, I don't know, like, do you know what I mean, it's for beauties in the eye of the beholder, do you get what I'm saying, but, um, yeah, I didn't have source like that, I didn't have, I was mad shy, I had no personality, no one was checking for me, so I didn't have no opportunities to be doing up romance, to be all romantic, like, no, nah, that wasn't, that wasn't me, um, no, nah, nothing, I've never done anything romantic for someone, but I would like to one day, I'm quite a giving, loving person, I would say. So, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Anyone wants to cuff Lana? Hit me up in my DMs. Ha, ha, ha. No, I'm joking. Don't, like, don't DM me, please. Uh, yeah, let me just move on. Chatting crap now. Chatting crap. Mm, I like this question. I think I'm going to elaborate a little bit um, on it and just <laughs> ask it and answer it my own way. Um, but it's what was your father or mother like at home? How does he or she act different outside the family? Mm, the second one doesn't interest me. The first one interests me. Or what was your father or mother like at home? I like that. But before I answer that, actually, no, you know, what, let me just get straight into it. Yeah, no, my parents are a beautiful example of um of a of a relationship. They're a beautiful example of a relationship to me. Um, my dad is obviously the, the, the leader, he's the father figure, he's the father figure, he's the leader, and my mom is the, she's the, the, the assistant, kind of, like, she helps my dad lead, you know, she helps him, um, yeah, I, like, I, I don't know if I mentioned, I can't remember if I mentioned it, but, um, I'm a bit old school sometimes, because I... I have a mum that's so, very submissive to my father. And I know, like, so many people cringe when they talk about women being submissive. But I see submission as a strength, huh? I see submission as a strength. I think a woman builds a man. And I saw how my mum has built my dad over the years. And I also saw how my dad has grown over the years, you know? He's just grown and evolved into something so great and amazing. Like, I should have probably actually started with this. But if I could get into my history a little bit and how I got into this position, um, where I am now. You don't even know where I am, what I'm doing. All right, let me start from scratch. Um, yeah, no, like I was born and raised in the UK, in London, East London. Never thought I would ever leave the UK. Never thought my life would be anything more than London. I grew up there, calm, very shy, very, very introverted. Not much social skills and not many friends, you know. We grew up and my father, my amazing dad, went to university at 47 years old. He went to uni at 47, got a degree at 50, started his career at 51. But this is the thing, he started his career in IIT at 51. But then he didn't want to stay in the UK. He said, nah. My kids have too much sauce, 
too much potential. I want better for myself, for my wife, for my family. We're moving. And I moved to Luxembourg. I moved to a beautiful little country called Luxembourg. You've ever heard of it, you ever haven't, I don't know. But if you're living in like this side of the world, like Belgium, where I live now, I'll get into it later. Um, you know, you probably do know Luxembourg. But if you're from London, you probably don't. Like every time I go to London, no one knows where the hell Luxembourg is. No one knows what Luxembourg's talking about, really. But yeah, he moved us to um Luxembourg. But before he even moved us to Luxembourg, we lived in a very small town in southern Belgium called Arlon. Uh, yeah, I lived next to cows and that. That was mad traumatic. Cows. Just waking up, there's a cow just on next to... Nah, wild. And there was like... Just... It was just... Ugh, it was just like a small town but I learned French really well there um we were there for a year so I was there from 15 to 16 and from 16 till 22 I lived in Luxembourg and I went to an international school where I met so many people and my mind was absolutely expanded like I learned so much I've met so many different cultures like it was the best and worst flipping experience of my life because best believe my high school days jesus christ bloody hell mate um yeah it was it was it was it's too long to get into even it's wild but yeah um that happened and i moved to belgium a completely different part of belgium i don't know if i should say because like people are crazy on the internet but yeah i live i live close to brussels i live close to brussels um and I go to university I study business and I'm 22 now um I study business and yeah my dad made that opportunity for us I study business um I have amazing amazing people in my life I travel I do so many stuff because my dad was just like my dad's kind of crazy he's wild I don't understand him sometimes but I trust him in it <laughs> I trusted his judgment and it brought it brought us here and um just me living uh, an international lifestyle meeting so many people of different cultures it kind of made me value my own culture of being a black girl congolese of origin more i saw me being different because there's no like uk girls london girls of African descent in these parts of Europe that I'm from. But it kind of made me like value my, my identity a little bit more, hold on to it a little bit more. Because it's so easy to lose yourself um, in all these other cultures. Huh? It's inevitable when you're surrounded, with a, surrounded by so many different type of people that you're influenced, that you, you change, or you grow and you, 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 you have a different perspective. But it's also easy to lose yourself in all of that, to lose yourself in everyone else's identity because there's not as many people that are like you um so yeah my my dad did that he's a bold man and even at home he's a very bold outspoken man and i rate him i respect him and my mom is a queen like everyone calls their mom a queen but my mom is really a queen like she has crazy perspective crazy judgment like great judgment not judgment in a way that like i'm judging you yeah, I'm judging you now. I'm judging you today. You'll be judged. No, judgment is in the sense of like making um, decisions, like ideas, you know, um, supportive, extremely loving and extremely um, understanding. And I think she's probably the reason why I'm not a complete prick. 
I think if I didn't have the mum, the loving, patient, kind, wise mum that I have that I have right now, like I'd be a complete prick. A complete and utter prick. So yeah, this is it. My mum's also like, you know, she holds it down for the house, you know? She holds it down like everything is in order. Like she's very much order, structure type of woman and I rate that. I rate her. Um, because she definitely influenced me to be the woman that I am today. I'm still growing, like I've said a million times, but, uh, yeah. And now to be completely transparent, to be completely transparent, um, yeah. This is definitely something different for me. I'm very excited. I'm very excited. And, um... I'm very eager to hear what you guys want to speak about. I have an Instagram account uh, called Unofficially Crafted. This podcast has been unofficially crafted by Lana herself. Why do I call it unofficially flipping crafted? Because to be honest, I don't know how long this thing is going to stay in it. I don't know how long. I'm, I'm creating something. But I don't necessarily know what that something is. And, um, yeah, I really just want to highlight the, the fact that we're, this is a learning community, huh? that we're all going to learn. And, um, if this episode is somewhat mediocre, then, uh, well, it isn't it. But I guess if you want something with your life, if you want to achieve stuff, things, you just have to go and do it. Do you know what I mean? Um on a journey of self-exploration and I'm trying to I'm trying to learn as much as I can and this um I don't know what happened to the sound I don't know if I messed it up I don't know if I I think I paused something I don't know I don't know. Uh, but it's kind of annoying because I want everything to be perfect and I don't know what I was just... I don't know what I just did. You know, technical difficulties. But, um, yeah, if you heard, then you heard. But if you didn't, well, you know. I was talking about Gary Vee and him. Gary Vee is a entrepreneur on Instagram. You can find him at Gary Vee. And he's the biggest advocate of Just Do It. And perfection is a waste of time. And I'm just trying to follow my goals and chase my dreams and not worry about perfection and just grow and understand you know and just do what I do best and that's flipping ask questions and talk about things and explore topics and chat crud because I'd be chat chat so much crud you know you know you know it's funny because for someone who chats (laughs) I chat mad crud but like Ah, for someone who chats crud, I need to back it up in it because I chat way too much crud to not do something with my life. <laughs> so yeah, like um, it's just me just trying to be bold, trying to be bold. I don't. This is I'm probably even gonna cringe at this episode. Like, who do I think I am? But um, I did it, I did it. So you know, my real ones, <laughs> just applaud. Round of applause. Yes, yes, she finally did it because everyone knows how long I've been like pushing it back, pushing it back. And, um, yeah, I'm excited and I'm happy I did this. So, um, thank you guys for your time. 
And thank you for taking time to listen to get to know me a little bit more. I don't think that was 10 questions, you know. I think I did like six, seven. Probably got distracted. I don't know. But um, it's done. It's flipping done. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm waffling now. Follow me at unofficially underscore crafted. And like I said, uh... I'm trying to figure this thing out. So I don't even know what platform this thing is. I'm so unprofessional. But listen, go on my Instagram, unofficially underscore crafted, and you will know <laughs> what platform this blood clap podcast is coming out in. And I am very excited to speak to you guys very soon. And let's talk about our community, the black community, and grow and learn and have a sick time. It's your girl, Lana, and thank you for listening to the first episode of the un... Of the un... What am I talking about? You see, I'm really messing up, like flipping out. Of the I'm the Spectrum podcast. Love you guys. Mwah.